I was told about this term just recently, gray divorce. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, it I, it's kind of self-explanatory. People are, uh, you know, the kids move out. What do you have in common? They get their own lives going. Maybe you become grandparents. But, you know, you realize, and, and I've heard this statistic, more uh, people who are empty nesters end up sleeping in separate rooms. There are more doing that than, you know, you don't even sleep in the same room anymore. Uh, gray divorce. Dr. John Braccio going to talk about this and the effects of a surprise gray divorce at that. Regional Psychological Services with our What's Up Doc segment. Hey, Dr. John Braccio. Hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> well, good morning, Mike. Um, you know, surviving a sur- surprise divorce at any age can be very shocking, devastating, and really shattering. Well, a per- surprise divorce at 50 or older called a gray divorce, okay, this is when older couples, can be particularly painful and difficult because at that age, large percentages of couples have children out of the home, financial worries are often less, and persons are thinking about a far less stressful future together in retirement and beyond, enjoying their adult children and grandchildren. Well, when this comes to a thunderous collapse, and the person is now looking at a life away from their spouses or partner, Life becomes a horrible mess. This would be true even if the you know the two were not greatly in love. For many persons, they will have to sell their homes. They'll have to work much longer than planned. They'll, they'll lose many couple and joint personal friends. They'll share what becomes limited resources. The person can have loss of security, loneliness, guilt, tense anger, low self-esteem, and really a horrible fear of what will become to them in an uncharted, ominous future. So it can be a very difficult time. Okay, and the following are some suggestions on what to do when you're dealing with a great divorce and one you really weren't expecting. Okay, first you have to accept your feelings, they're real, and realize the grief period that comes is gonna determine how long it is by you and not others. Don't let others define when you're gonna feel better, or what's going on, you have to work it out yourself. And then, you want to learn from the divorce, but don't torture yourself for it. Except the marriage is over. It's been 20, 30 years. It's over. You know, guilt never helps solve a problem in the past, and it's not going to do you any good now. You want to make sure the legal aspects of the divorce are handled by an attorney with broad experience of gray divorce. Because this divorce settlement could relate to your current lifestyle and the level of work you will need to do because of your changed financial situation. You don't want to bring your adult children into the divorce in spite of how hard it'll be not to, because that's what people really generally want to do. You know, bring them in and just can lead to more havoc because they're trying to work this out too, because it can be very difficult for them. You want to be kind to yourself and don't allow others to define again who you are. You define who you are. You want to talk to trusted family and friends about your hurt and grief and anger for emotional support. You want to develop new routines to help set new paths in your life, a whole new world for you. Seek out support groups and or, you know, trained therapists experience in working with persons coming out of a great divorce as you feel appropriate. Don't isolate yourself. Mike, really important if you're coming out of a divorce, or, you know, you had a relationship for many, many years and easy just to become lost, particularly if you're shocked by the whole experience. But you don't isolate yourself. You have to do things. You have to see people, join groups, whatever it might be. And you have to do what already seem impossible. Initially, you have to learn to enjoy 
being single, as difficult as that may be. And then you can work on spirituality or find your purpose in life if you forge forth, you know, on your new life voyage. So any way you look at it, any way, any way of surviving a surprise gray divorce is really just very, very difficult, Mike, because it changes everything in your life and changes what your future will be, changes relationships with your children, with adult friends. So pretty tough, pretty tough situation for many, many people. It happens it's, all the time. It's a, it's a point in your life when it seems like, okay, the kids are gone. Uh, maybe, you know, they stay in touch. We, even if they live far away, they've given you grandchildren, perhaps. You've got that in common. You've got, like you said, you have less pressure generally, financially, although I think maybe right. that's changing now, too. Um, <laughs> but you're you're generally more set. You have less pressure and more time together. You'd think that'd be the perfect time. You walk out, you see that in all of the medication and retirement commercials where they're walking in the park hand in hand, smiling like crazy. I wonder how many people, are, those are actors, I wonder how many people are acting that. You know, you, you, why is it so difficult? Because you would think that'd be the perfect melding together. Well, it, yes, that, that everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. I, I think as people live longer, they have more autonomy. Um, this, this just happens. It's just, and again, we're talking here about how devastating to someone who wasn't expecting it. Because really, you've lived in a home for many years. It's been a center when the kids and grandkids, people come and all of a sudden, you're not going to be able to live there anymore. It's going to be very difficult. Or if you've been thinking of retiring and all of a sudden, this is going to add years to your work and you feel lost and couples and friends, people you'd always associated with as a team, as a group, all of a sudden, they often will take sides or you won't feel comfortable with some people. It's just a, it can be really a nightmare. And then, Again, like I mentioned, the financial differences. Uh, people have two incomes coming in. They share. They do things. And then all of a sudden, there's one. There can be a cottage involved. There can be all kinds of things involved. And then being alone. And even if you don't really get along or with a person or you don't think you're getting along, you still have someone there. You're with the person. And then there's so much rethinking, like what could have been done differently? What happened? It's just, uh, yeah. uh, it can be it, it can be a nightmare, and many persons that go that, that that start the gray divorce and get through it afterwards aren't happy. I mean, it's a it's a huge it's a huge decision, you know, one has to make when you do that. But it, it's the devastation of the of the person who didn't expect it. And again, like let's say you live in a home, you've got good income, you're maybe retiring the plan in a few years, and all of a sudden everything completely changes. Your whole life is completely different because there were two of you doing things totally upside down and very, very devastating. It happens all the time. It's happening even more now than it did in the past. And again, part of this is people living longer, um, people, the the 60s generation getting older, but that whole, you know, me too. And one time through all of which are things you do have to think about, but they're the devastation they can bring to the partner who really wasn't planning it. And, just figured life was going to continue, even if they had to work on things, just uh, didn't really expect at 50, 60, you know, whatever age it might be, older even all of a sudden to be alone. And and the thing I find is really something that we don't think about so much, besides the obvious financial differences, it's the changes in friendships, because even if people don't um, want to, 
be an enemy of you, or they often will choose who they prefer to be with, and the person begins to sort out, well, who am I comfortable with, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where during that time you will always have friends, but again, you want to have friends and family that you can count on, not that they're going to attack the person and the divorce. Right, right. Be, be, be supportive to you and help you get through this very, very difficult period that I have to say, years of not a lifetime. You know what? I never really thought about it, but it's interesting that you bring up friends. If I just, in this last couple of minutes, just thinking about it, I don't, I can't think off the top of my head, close friends that Lisa and I have in common. She has her set. I have my set. Isn't that well, weird? That, well, I, I don't think it's weird. <laughs> and I certainly don't want you to get a great divorce. But I'm simply no, 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 would, no, no. That that would make things easier. It's when it's when you have everybody inter intermixed. Meaning yeah. you've got your friends, you've got joint friends, you travel together, you play golf together, you swim together, you do things. In the divorce, things tend to get really difficult because it becomes hard when you've got bitter, at least one person, you know, yeah. maintaining a friendship because people really don't want to get in the middle of someone else's divorce. So it can lead to a lot of feelings of loneliness, abandonment, and just really bad feelings. It can be very, very difficult. Dr. John Braccio, Regional Psychological Services, The Gray Divorce. Find Dr. John Braccio, drjohnb.com, and we'll chat again next week with our What's Up Doc segment there, Doc. Have a great week, huh? Listen, and you enjoy the warm weather this week, my friend. I'll I'll talk to you later. Uh, All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 1320 WILS. We'll be back in a minute.